telling these stories in a great way that you know happen you know on the track, but maybe even more importantly, away from the racetrack as these guys get ready for their Super Bowl, the Daytona 500. Hey guys, it's Corey Joins out of the 32 Ford Mustang and NASCAR Cup Series, and you're on the road with Dane on WGN. 720 WGN on the road with Dane high atop Chicago in the Skyline studio and on the line with us now a couple guys that are a big part of one of the most exciting things happening in racing media racing television racing content which is Motor Trends NASCAR all in on the line with us we've got the VP of content and development for Motor Tread the one and only David Lee and driver of the 32 Go Fast Mustang Corey LaJoy guys welcome to WGN Thanks for having us on. Yeah. Appreciate you having us, Dane. Well, David, let's give a little bit of background to it, because these things just don't happen by accident. And as on the fly and as real as the show is and seems, there was a lot of, I think, a lot of thought process to it, why you thought it would be important to do, why you thought it would work. And I think it's been well-received by people. It, it's something new. It's different. It's very, very cool. I appreciate you saying that. No, this um, this was brought to us by NASCAR Productions. And, and to be honest, we, we couldn't have done this project without the amazing partners that we have over at NASCAR. It was developed with a couple guys named Matt Summers and Tally Hare. So they brought to us, and it went through a couple months of development where we sort of, you know, sort of went back and forth and tweaked, and we did some testing and research, and we sort of landed on this concept of trying to get to the, the humans under the helmet. And so we talk a lot about, at Motor Trend, the right to win. And we probably don't have a right to win in covering, like, motorsports on a, on a week-to-week basis at the racetrack. You're not going to see any of these series probably in the very near future on Motor Trend, but where we think we do have a right to win is telling these stories in a great way that, you know, happen, you know, on the track, but maybe even more importantly, away from the racetrack as these guys get ready for their Super Bowl the Daytona 500. So David, and before we get to to Corey, because he is one of the big stars in this, and I think benefits in a bunch of different ways, mostly because it highlights and showcases him, his personality, the drive, the passion, his family, the equipment, and all that kind of stuff. But on the network side, Dave, for Motor Trend, why why Motor Trend? You guys have a great channel that has a lot of that fun kind of, uh, you know, motorsports and automotive content and a lot of the rehab stuff and a lot of, and certainly a great positioning, an iconic brand when it comes to media, magazines, on the motorsport side but there's a lot of other players in this space like what made nascar kind of identify you you guys your team as the ones to go with for this yeah and and we appreciate them doing that um so you know it's basically we are the only subscription streaming service dedicated entirely to the motoring world and i think it was an opportunity for nascar to reach a little bit of a different audience and as we talked through the, the show concepts, we didn't want this to be something that you could see on any of the pre-race shows or on any of the daily features on any of their you know, studio shows every day. We wanted this to be something tearing down that, that wall and, and getting access and embedding in with some of these drivers and teams. And again, without, without their cooperation, we couldn't tell these stories in, in the way that we have. And so we, we definitely went in with the idea and the goal of, of showing something different and stuff that you're not getting anywhere else 
and I think we've I think we've accomplished it. Yeah. Oh no, it's it's a really cool insight into that world. Corey LaJoy is with us as well, driver again of the of the number thirty two Mustang for Go Fast Racing. And, and Corey, so this is great. You know, you have you've got that family background, you've got that drive, that connection with the sport. I've always contended as a guy who's covered it for twenty plus years in general that NASCAR it is a great sport, it's an exciting sport, and the personalities are awesome too. But sometimes just the way that the media has been constructed and just the sport itself because of the helmets because of the cars because of all that is that the real personalities i think the thing that would drive a lot of the fan base is kind of hidden so talk a little bit about the opportunity yes it shows you in your element doing your thing it isn't always you know like amazingly high profile but it's really fun for people to see yeah absolutely and i think that you know a lot of the the guys under the helmet are the stories that the fans really are interested to hear about those stories aren't on the broadcast just because they don't have time really within the the event to show those. They they literally have to cover the event that's happened on the racetrack and they don't really dive into what, you know, the daily struggles of a small team like ours at Go Fast is or even what you know, what a day to day life of a, a driver looks like like myself. But for Motor Trend to invest in the sport like they did and for them to pick our team to be one of the three that they followed around was uh, was a lot of fun. It was certainly unique to me because, you know, I'm used to being in front of the cameras, but I'm not used to a camera following me around for six <laughs> weeks about every other day, which, you know, I'm sure they got some interesting stuff to look at behind the scenes when they were cutting it up. But I think it allowed me to uh, kind of show to the fans, you know, how how normal I really am. You know, people think that we fly around in private jets and, you know, we're driving around in Maseratis every day and you know, I just jump in my 2006 pickup truck and do the same thing uh, that pretty much everybody that's watching the show is doing. I just, I just get to drive around in circles and get paid for it every weekend, which is a pretty cool job. But, you know, it was a lot of fun, like I said. And, you know, it also it was another element to what I'm able to use to tell my story because I've been doing a podcast called Sunday Money the last couple of years or the last two years. And uh, that's kind of give the fan base an insight on my life audibly but to, for them to people actually see it firsthand uh what a normal day in the life of, of myself looks like i think it, it gives people just another way to to relate to me there's no substitute for being there it's one thing to say it on the podcast it's one thing to have it be like oh you know it's regular my life's pretty normal people say that all the time and there's nothing wrong with maseratis and, and private jets i don't want to put that out there either that's something that we should all aspire to spend a little more time in and around but for people to see a very kind of regular day in the life, but a day in the life that's built around, you know, being part of the sport, being in the sport, succeeding in the sport and getting to where it is that you know that you want to be. Has the feedback been where, because I, I got to contend that it makes you so much more relatable because you're, you know, whether that's a great thing or not, like the reality of it is, is that for a lot of people, a lot of fans, like your life isn't that much different, maybe except for what you're doing on the weekends than theirs. Yeah. I mean, and I think that, People just see on TV, so they think that your life is so far removed from what normal life is. But on the contrary, you know, I, I do normal things and like the same stuff that, that anybody else, especially sitting in the stands at a NASCAR race, would like to do. Yeah, I'm just a, a car guy and do a pretty cool job. 
that uh, gives me a lot of flexibility and I get to meet a lot of cool people. One of the things that you've tapped into is that you recognize, you know, that the personality, you've got a great personality, right? And you can kind of translate that to success on the track. You've got what a winning combination is, what some of those teams are looking for. You've kind of reversed it in a way where you're doing some of the broadcast stuff at the same time or even before, you know, maybe the, the, prime time of your career behind the wheel may take place. But I think that that is one of those great things too. So when you got presented with this opportunity to do this, did you see this as here's an opportunity, not only to be a part of a great project, a groundbreaking project, but you could maybe parlay it into write almost an audition, not just for fans, but for team owners, you know, like Rick Hendrick, we, and we see some of the things on the show. I mean, you're, you're more prominent now. Every, every decision or move that I'm making on the sport is, is to try to, get myself in a better position to, you know, be ultimately where I want to be on the competition side. And it's been a a balance of sorts to try to build my brand and push my brand, whether it be on social media or podcast organically, because you don't want to push the brand so much and not have the competition on the track to back it up. Right. And that was kind of the balance that I had to figure out how to navigate because if you are all, show and no go then people can see right through that and and luckily uh go fast over the last year and the beginning part of this year have given me good race cars to start showing what i'm capable of doing again on the racetrack uh you know i i used to be the guy when i was 18 19 20 winning races and competing with guys like larson and blaney and chase and and those guys running wheel to wheel with them and then you know the more they progress up the ladder and got hooked up with with good teams on the national series side their careers obviously took a little bit different turn than mine, but I don't wish that mine went any different just because I've had to learn uh, some of the intangibles of the sport that a lot of those guys didn't have to just from, you know, learning how to be a good ambassador for sponsors or learning how to be a little bit better public speaker or engage with the fans a little more just because that stuff brings value. And, you know, when I was younger, I thought that talent alone was going to be what kept me in the sport, but I learned real quick that, talent might get you there but it's not going to keep me there so i had to figure out how to you know kind of work on look internally and work on my talents inside the car as well as what's going to make me more uh enticing outside the car for sponsors and fans to to really jump in and engage with and and stuff like this nascar all-in show is just another platform for people to learn who i am uh because it's not a it's not a fabricated (laughs) personality man it's just a uh it's who i am and I'm a normal guy. I like to do fun things, and I get to do a pretty cool job. And the authenticity is is there as well, and and you've got it too. I think more than than almost any other sport, you know, talent is important. Obviously, you got to be good at what you do, and there are a lot of people that are great behind the wheel. But that real value add, I think the the real value. There's there's a lot of drivers out there that are good enough with the right equipment. But if you have that right equipment, plus you have that personality too, you can see what that can do to kind of propel a team on the sponsor side, which is so essential. It's the lifeblood of of NASCAR. You mentioned a day in the life and on the equipment side and all of that thing. And what's what's kind of odd and ironic about the whole situation is that, you know, your role, kind of your place in the sport, and then what happened at the 500 with Ryan Newman is that, you know, some of the advances and some of the safety equipment that, that you're a part of and that your family creates on the seat side and all of that, you know, it felt like literally, no pun intended, in your lap. At the, at the 500 so it was a great opportunity and and thank god everything worked out well with ryan but it's a testament not only right that, that you're the guy who has to sit there and talk about that situation uh based on your background too yeah and you know we can call it coincidence or, or whatever you want to call it but 
everything happens for a reason. No hardship or, or tough time is wasted, especially this past couple weeks ago at Daytona. You know, I don't think that it it wasn't coincidence why I was right in the middle of one of the biggest crashes in the last couple of decades in, in the sport because, you know, I do have more knowledge than most when it comes to safety just because that's what my parents' business is. And growing up in it, I've been really engaged with NASCAR on the on the development of the chassis just from afar. Obviously, I'm not entrenched with what those guys are doing at the R&D Center each and every week, but I have been involved with, with the evolution of the, the seats and how they've started incorporating putting the belts to the seats versus mounting to the chassis and amongst some other things. But uh, I've probably been a little bit more in tune with the safety aspect of the, of the sport, more so than the other guys. And uh, I was put in a position uh, after Daytona to speak on that and, and speak on Ryan's, I guess, behalf. Uh, and luckily he, he luckily he walked away, which was a miracle in itself. <laughs> and just, man, overall it was uh, – I think it was it was I don't want to say good for the sport because obviously everybody was really scared. But yeah, to take to take a wreck like that and for Ryan to walk away thirty six hours later, I think NASCAR needs to be celebrated because mm-hmm. it is a dangerous sport and be able to manage that and have a have a race car on the track that's safe enough to take an impact like that uh, just goes to show the. The time and the money invested has not been has not been wasted. You know, all all the excitement and all that competition and all the drama of a last lap Daytona 500, and you look at the evolution of the sport and where NASCAR has come. And you know, 20 years ago, that same situation ends with the death of its biggest star in that. And then 20 years later, the evolution of everything, including a lot of the stuff that you're working with in the safety side, the sport itself, and the concern and, and dedication that they've had is that is that Ryan he doesn't walk away, but he's you know he's fishing two days later. Or whatever, right? You know, so it's it's totally a different situation on the evolution of the media side and sharing those personalities. Motor Trend is doing that with NASCAR all in. And one of the last things, David Lee, I want to ask you: so, how did you choose? You could have had almost any personalities, right? You had NASCAR working with you, and you picked some of the young and exciting drivers and teams coming up. And and of course, Corey is there front and center with the other guys. But talk about why you chose the personalities and the drivers you did for this series. Right, right. Well, well, honestly, not as easy as you'd think, Dane. <laughs> but, you know, now that we have this proof of concept and, you know, we, we can sort of show like, like what the real concept is and what we wanted to do, I, I think it'll get a lot easier. We, we really, you know, we, we wanted to work with people with that would give us the access and cooperate and, and let us embed to tell these stories. And we, we, we sort of looked at some of the themes coming in. You know, um, Tyler Reddick, he's a rookie, coming in with a couple Xfinity championships. Stepping up full-time to Cup is a different story. You know, obviously, a theme that has emerged is the underdog of the Go Fast team that Corey is a super big part of. But even even the owners, even Archie and Mason, St. Hilaire, who own the team, come through as these, you know, really lovable underdogs. And then, you know, the children's story of can RCR get back to victory lane at Daytona. So, there's, you know, sometimes you get lucky. <laughs> sometimes you, you like to say, you know, we could have all seen this coming. None of us could have seen what happened on uh, on Monday uh, and Sunday and Monday for the Daytona 500 come for, for this final episode. The last episode, which drops March 9th, these, these things drop on Mondays. That whole episode is, is the Daytona 500. So if you go from everything from the troubles that Corey's team had on race day, president of the United States of America <laughs> coming to the racetrack, and then the race itself, and, and then the last lap, uh, you know, the most important thing, 
obviously, is that everybody came away unhurt and okay. The end of this this show would have been very different if it had turned turned out uh, otherwise. So we're just very thankful uh, and and fortunate. And and you're right, we we got very very lucky with these three drivers and their teams who have been so so cooperative and really opened the doors for us to we think tell these these great stories. Three different drivers, three different teams, three different stories, all compelling, right? And all kind of leading and and leading towards victory at Daytona. And but you guys are really the winners here at Motor Trend too, because with NASCAR all in leading that way, I think in a lot of different ways on the cutting edge with the way that the sport can be presented, the way that the drivers and their backstories, how different that they are, can be kind of highlighted and, and showcased. So it's really cool stuff. Going to encourage everybody to get out there, get that and get to watch those episodes watch those back episodes get caught up and of course the final one coming up on the ninth dave so give information how people can sign up get information get the app i know there's some offers out there there's some ways for people to get in on things yeah you you know you can get it through any of the prime video channels uh, any of the streaming devices amazon fire apple tv roku uh, google chromecast all, all the regulars as well as you know your your iphone your ipad your android mobile devices Download the app. There's some great, uh, some great offers out there. And for what you'd spend on on a cup of coffee, you get you know eight thousand episodes and four thousand hours of a series and, and specials of the best automotive content out there. So. Thanks so much for, for letting us talk about the show and Motor Trend. Yeah, listeners, you're going to be excited. You're going to be, um, I think you're going to benefit from having, you're going to be lucky to get to have this content, not maybe as lucky as they were to have a rain delay at the Daytona 500 for the premiere of it on, on the big screens. <laughs> That'd be great. Somebody's out there looking out for Motor Trend. So guys, thanks so much, David Lee. And of course, uh, best of luck to you, Corey, with everything you're doing. I know that this is just going to highlight all those winning ways that are uh, that are happening and in the future for you with the Go Fast team. So Corey LaJoy, thanks so much as well. Absolutely. Thanks, Dane. And uh, it's, it's been fun. Make sure everybody goes checks it out. And uh, it, it, man, it really is worth 40 minutes of five episodes of your viewing pleasure. I had my expectations and to be honest, they far exceeded them uh, with the way they covered our sport and our, our backstory. So kudos to David and, and all of his team that uh, made us look probably a little bit cooler than we actually are but uh it's certainly nascar all in battle today tones a great show yeah it's it's something special guys thanks for jumping on the show thanks dan good luck Corey.